This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. The Paperless Society. That's how Avon Toffler referred to the future back around 1970 in his famous book, Future Shock. Paper would become obsolete. He claimed we would watch computer screens and information like newspapers, magazines, and books would appear on a handheld electronic book. No need for paper. Well, that day has now been here for what seems to be a long time. It seemed far-fetched when he said it, but now it is just the way the world works. This is especially good news for older eyes that start to burn after reading for very long. It is so wonderful, almost magical, to be able to increase the font size of whatever you're trying to read. One attribute that accompanies many of us into retirement is a reluctance to accept new trends, ideas, or inventions. I guess I'm just setting my ways, we often hear. No, I don't want any of those newfangled thingamajigs, is another. I don't trust those things. It doesn't seem to matter what the thing is. Some older folks just don't trust it. I don't need it, they say. There's justification for these attitudes some of the time, but sometimes it is like relegating ourselves to an early death, sort of like being dead before we die. Just because this stuff didn't exist when we were kids doesn't mean that it's useless. I feel very fortunate in that my son became a technophile. He likes to keep up to speed with the electronic world. It isn't his business, it's just one of his interests. He continues to pull me along on the ride. Right now I'm on my third or maybe fourth Kindle. It looks like a very thin leather-bound book. It does all of the things Toffler told us about, and then some. The thing that I really like about it and the feature that can really help retired people is that ability to increase the size of the font. I tried reading on it after 10 o'clock at night. I can never do that. My old eyes just start to burn when I read late at night. Well, on the Kindle, I read for an hour and my eyes were not burning, nor were they tired. It was like magic. It isn't lit like a computer screen, but in some other way. Regular light from a regular lamp illuminates it. And then there is the font size. If you would like bigger print, it is just a click away. Bingo. It becomes a little easier to read instantly. What's that worth? Since you're listening to this program, a podcast, it's a safe bet to make that you try to keep up with technological changes. The thing is, just when you think you've caught up, here comes another thing. About 10 years ago, we were introduced to another trending leap in technology. Guitar hero and rock band. Few people of our generation were familiar with them, but I'll tell you that I have never seen anything quite so amazing. Here was an interactive computer game, I guess you would call it. My son, his wife, and their two children would pick up specially designed electronic instruments 
lead guitar, bass guitar, drums, and a microphone. Then the music began. Hours each night they would stand in front of the screen and sway to the rhythm. I've never seen a family activity that was more interactive and fun. They each had their skills tested to the limits and yet cooperated in a group effort that produced cheers and adulation from the electronic fans. It's hard to explain, but it was technology that really brought the family together. It operates through an Xbox and a TV screen. I don't know how to operate it, but it sure looks like fun. Of course, it now stands abandoned in a corner of the garage. Then there's the Sonos player for music. This was a birthday gift for my 75th, no, 65th birthday, 12 years ago. It's a musical system for the house that I thoroughly enjoy on a daily basis. Then there's Netflix that brings movies via the mail into the house like I could never have imagined. And of course now, not the mail, it's just streamed with through the Roku, which allows me to see movies without using the mail at all. Of course, there was Vonage that ran our phone through the computer, and a quick cam that lets us see our grandchildren when we had telephone conversations. Both have now been replaced by the iPhone. Then there was the laptop that accompanied me to coffee shops on most days, which has now been replaced by this iPad. It does require some keeping up. Even these products require a certain amount of learning to operate certain sound production programs and machines. I guess I could forget all of these things and sit back with my radio and hook up a television. But what a different life it would be. I'm not saying it would be better or worse, but it would certainly be different. Some new technologies seem designed for we retired folks. The New York Times in big print each morning waits for you. And you don't have to feel like a major pollution machine when you throw it away each day. And a subscription to the New York Times reader only costs $15 per month. That sounds good to me. Cheaper than a hard copy. Then there are all of the bestsellers. One click, and you can have the first chapter of most any book for free. If you like it, in one minute, the total book can be downloaded to your Kindle for about a third of the price of an old-fashioned print and paper book. Now my second generation Apple Watch nudges my wrist to alert me to a message coming in from a friend. I'm not sure I can even attempt to keep up with the changes, but attempting to keep up keeps my mind active. It's a challenge, and it's also fun. You don't want to get left behind before your time is up. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.